4: I don't believe you. I don't believe you. You don't believe me? I'm not using it to talk about you. Uh, although Michael Graham used to say that to me sometimes. And he should have believed me because I was right on those times. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I don't believe you is my uh, statement officially to uh, this breaking news from... NBC News. U.S. intelligence indicates Iranian leaders were surprised by Hamas attack. Hmm. I don't believe them.
5: No, me either, obviously.
4: But Biden administration officials say Iran was complicit in the attack since it has harmed and trained um, Hamas for decades.
5: Yeah, and all the Hamas people say Iran helped them plan it and
4: american spy agencies have obtained exquisite intelligence that shows how iranian leaders were surprised by Hamas's attack on the on israel last saturday according to a source with direct knowledge of the matter a second source described the intelligence as good evidence the, the intelligence has prompted us officials to question whether officials in tehran had a direct role in approving or planning the deadly assault ha oh. the sources said that the biden administration has not reached a definite conclusion about whether Iran had any direct role in the attack in part due to that intelligence reporting the sources told NBC News
5: <clears throat> yeah I don't believe it either and you know Wall Street Journal has different reporting obviously from a bunch of sources as well, well. right
4: and obviously there are people who are leaking that they really do believe it because obviously Iran ran the whole thing but this just shows you, this administration is, he didn't put, it didn't say Iran by name, Biden didn't, didn't mm-hmm. and they uh, uh, were still, somehow, for some reason, we this administration, you know, like the Obama administration, has an erection for uh, Iran and wants to be loved by them, so we're doing whatever we can. Now, it's freaking shady as hell. It is shady as hell. Why do
5: they love them so much? It's really weird to me.
4: <clears throat> because they're the oppressed, I guess?
5: I don't know. It's strange to me that, like, on the American left, there's no, like, people decide on, and this goes back to what we were talking about decolonization, right? Mm-hmm. But people decide on an oppressed and a non-oppressed person in every circumstance, and just automatically then the oppressed person can do no wrong.
4: Right. I think that's what it is. Like I told you, my ex is terrible boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Whose mother brought to you know? T- thought he was oh no, he's really down deep in Nice. The no, they suck. These Iranian radicals are a holes, and they have been f- almost for my entire life. It is true they have been a sponsor of terror, et cetera. But this administration loves them, so it doesn't matter. So that's where we are. We're going to try to do you know, somehow. We're still going to try to manage because of all of the um, time invested. And the uh, the time and labor in, in, involved in in Jake, whatever his name is, we're we're determined to try to make this thing work too. For some reason, we think this is the the greatest mm-hmm. thing in the world to somehow guide them into having nuclear weapons, which is freaking crazy.
5: Well, yeah, and I think the American left too is sort of um has been basking in the post nine eleven anti George Bush sort of leftism now for. 20 years and they are, they've been very um very formed by that. You know, the people who are very active now. So like the Bush thing was like Islamophobia and you're not with us, you're against us and you know the sort of right Fahrenheit we have to use yeah. we have
4: to use liberal uh, democratic um expertise high-minded Kennedy school yeah, expertise. not dumb
5: George Bush. Exactly. No war for oil like yeah. all that whole Exactly. Not so,
4: cowboy stuff. No, 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 no. We can get no through to them. No shock and awe. We can get through to them. We can get through to mm-hmm. them. It'll be different with us this time. Um
5: So so I think that that um shapes a lot of a lot of younger liberals' foreign policy views is they're still seeing the world from like the Big dumb mean American slash Israel because Israel's you know, allied with America versus the nice Islamic world,
4: right? And you know what? You, you you're, is that a bug in here?
5: Yes, there's a fly oh. inside this lamp.
4: And oh, okay. And that reminds me of another thing that we've talked about, but it's been a while.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Not only that, but these young know it alls like these that. that whatever his name is, Jake, what's his name, Jake? Jake Sherman? Sullivan. Jake Sullivan, whatever. Um, these are all, of course, West Wing people. Oh, yeah. From the TV show West Wing. So they want to hear President Bartlett's nuanced thought. You know, we're next level. And you you, you know, when you listen to Pod Save America, Tommy Vietor, and all those guys, Ben Rhodes, these people mm-hmm. think so highly of themselves. These, are, uh, Their nuanced third level uh, reasoning. You know, where we let's reverse engineer it. Let's, um, let's take a step back. Let's center this. So hold on one second, guys. We're going to get back. Stick a pin in that, guys. Let's, it's so, it's so like bro, <clears throat> bro speak. And it, it oh, oh God, it just reminds me of marketing meetings are awful, awful.
5: Well, and it's incredible, though, that they maintain all that in the face of so much evidence to the contrary. Like, it's one thing to believe all that during the Bush years. Like, oh, we could be doing this so much better right now. Yeah. I mean, but first of all, the success of the surge should have put a little bit of doubt in the back of your mind.
4: Excellent example, because guess who never accepted the surge as being useful?
5: Obama? Yeah. The the surge should have made you have some doubts about your ideas about foreign policy, because the left hated the surge, and the surge was hugely successful in reducing The casualties for everybody Mm -hmm. in Iraq. Um, But that being said, like, suppose you still didn't believe in the surge, right? Just the Obama years themselves, when we had Russia taking over a big chunk of Ukraine 1.0, when we had massive migrant crises in the Middle East, when we had the rise of ISIS, like all this stuff, just, I mean, You don't have to be like some kind of foreign policy genius or know all the nuanced history of all these areas to say that despite all the bad things that liberals said about Bush, what happened under Obama. I'm sorry you're mad at the bug that's buzzing on the show. What happened under Obama was objectively worse foreign policy wise in terms of stability and peace than what happened under Bush. And then we had Trump where things objectively got better. Putin didn't invade Ukraine. But ISIS he, went away. Right, but he was there mean. There were not and crass, migrants everywhere. But
4: he was mean and crass. He tweeted
5: the American flag. Yeah. He
4: you know, it was He wanted a tank parade. He was he was not, you know, uh, he was not beltway uh, level pretty. And right, so he didn't he did...
5: know all the history of the regions and the nuances and the complexities. Hey, he didn't call and...
4: Syria uh, the Levant. Right. Remember, that was one of his big things.
5: Right, because it was going to be ISIL.
4: <laughs> yes, ISIL. That's right, John Kerry, ISIL and the Le- Levant. When the- Oh, God. you.
5: As though people have used the word Levant in recent memory. But, and anyway... Trump went
4: in there and crudely just bombed the bleep out of ISIS, which he said he would, and then ISIS went away.
5: Right, and so, I mean, like, If you were looking around at the world and trying to just on the basis of what happened during different presidencies, determine whose foreign policy worked and whose didn't, it would be impossible to conclude that the Obama and now the Biden foreign policy is successful. The one that's run by all these, you know, poli sci bros who Mm -hmm. went to good colleges and are nuanced and watched the West Wing. They just haven't done as good of a job. Right, their policies lead to bad outcomes, and you know it should. If the left had any intellectual honesty at all, they would have to admit that all their ideas on like the Middle East and everything have been a total failure.
4: Oh, completely, completely. Um, Joe Biden today spoke about some of it. It seems to me, I I don't know if just because things have been crazy and this stuff, the developments have been crazy but the decapitated baby stuff is just seems to be sinking in like 24 hours after we talked about it.
5: Well there's been a lot of people saying they don't believe that it's true
4: right like they have really to personally
5: thought that
6: see. I would see and have confirmed pictures of terrorists beheading children. I never thought I'd ever anyway I uh... but there are countries in the region are trying to be of some help including arab nations trying to be of some help so uh
4: anyway so um it's funny because i'm of course on this hamas channel for telegram which is uh, Mm -hmm. i I feel like i'm human trafficking slovakian children or something now because all the like dirt bags that are on this thing it's the worst Mm -hmm. thing ever and then I'm on with the allies now on, um, what's the other one that I'm on? WhatsApp. Okay. So I'm on with the allies on WhatsApp. I'm working with the allies on that. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm now down with shady apps. I get messages every second. <laughs> um, it, it, but here's the thing. When Biden says this, that he's seen pictures, wouldn't Hamas have put those on? Or wouldn't I have seen those pictures with uh, from um, my Hamas slack um, Hamas channel, my messenger, what telegram channel? Maybe not. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm, but I do believe that it happened, obviously. Obviously, these people are freaking savages. Of course they did. And now the, the news is catching we up as well. We have some
3: really uh, disturbing new information yeah. uh, out of Israel. The Israeli prime minister's spokesman just confirmed babies and toddlers were found with their heads decapitated in Kafar Aza in southern Israel after Hamas attacks in the kibbutz over the weekend. That has been confirmed um, by the prime minister's office. Let us go now to CNN's Hadass Gold in Jerusalem. This news is beyond devastating. And for the families listening, for the people of Israel, for anyone that is a, a parent um, and who loves children, I don't know how they get through this. But this this kind of thing and the way that this has happened has really changed any possibility of a relationship, (laughs) uh, a peace accord between Israel and Gaza and Hamas.
7: I mean, how can you when (laughs) you're dealing with people who would do such atrocities to children, to babies, to toddlers? We knew that children and babies and toddlers had been killed. We knew that they had been abducted. We knew that they had seen their parents killed before their eyes and left by themselves in the middle of nowhere or in their houses to be hopefully rescued by a neighbor. But now we're hearing that it's even worse than we could have imagined. Now we had been hearing reports that this had happened. But now we are getting this confirmed directly from the Israeli Prime Minister's office that babies and toddlers did have their heads decapitated by these terrorists when they came into Kfar Aza. This is a small kibbutz uh, near the northern... You part. know, i
4: got to say here, a couple things are happening here. One, CNN mm-hmm. is officially giving permission to their audience and left-leaning America to effing hate Hamas. Yeah. it's Certainly. Second of all, this has got to be a little tough for people in the news to say these words in that order. It is. Jumpers from the World Trade Center is an easier thing to say than babies with their heads cut off.
5: Yeah, it's not normal. uh, No. uh, News items.
4: No, this is, this is tough. I do want to hear, going further into this, the discussion, I just want to hear how they handle it.
7: ...of the Gaza Strip. It's part of that, you know, envelope of communities that are sit right on the border right there. The Israeli Prime Minister's office has not given any sort of number on the number of children that this happened to.
3: ...video from Tuesday. We've been looking at video from that kibbutz where um, the Israeli Prime Minister is waiting to understand what happened at these kibbutzes.
4: Okay, um there's another one another uh newscast as well that talks about this that I do wanna just pop on to. Um here's um here's oh no 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 sorry. Uh I thought I had another one. Oh. Were you
5: gonna do Jake Tapper talking about liberals and anti Semitism on the left?
4: Uh no I have that. I have that and I will get to that. I just wanted to I Here just wanted to else. see. Okay. Uh, here's, uh, no, there was a, there's another news wrap of people talking about it. it might've been Tapper talking about it. Um, but it
5: is interesting because it's one of those claims that's out there that a bunch of people are, um, like for some reason, like really want to doubt, like that they need to be personally shown the decapitated babies before they'll believe it. Have you noticed that? And there's like a lot of arguments about how many, because some of the initial news coverage said like 40 dead babies and like some decapitated and so there's been a lot of debate they're like oh they didn't decapitate 40 babies they just killed 40 babies only some of those were decapitated okay as though that's like a W for them like it's so bizarre it's so bizarre and I don't understand what it takes for you like if you're not already upset by just what Hamas has shared and then and Right. then you wouldn't believe that they would decapitate babies. Like, I see people going, like, oh, this is just, like, WMDs in Iraq. Like, or it's like the babies and incubators
4: hoax. Like, da-da-da. By the way, if somebody called with the babies and incubators hoax, as somebody who remembers the first Gulf War, I don't remember that. I, I mm-hmm. mean, the impetus for the first Gulf War was... Wasn't,
5: it wasn't for you babies and incubators? No, it was
4: Kuwait. Mm-hmm. And was invaded. And so... The, and Bush convinced us we had to go beat this guy up and so we said uh, okay, well, that's fine And it was over in two weeks this is Rashida Talib when asked about this um, and uh, here we go terrorists have um, cut off babies' heads now. and burned children alive do you support Israel's rights
3: to defend themselves against this brutality?
8: we're just going to go through there you
5: can comment
4: About Hamas terrorists chopping off babies' heads? She
0: ignores
4: the questions totally. Congresswoman, do you have a comment on Hamas terrorists chopping off babies' heads? Nope. Just ignores totally. Yeah. It's gotta be great. Can (sighs) you just say you're against it?
5: I know. How hard is it? And then I saw somebody tweet out, like, from now on, I want all white people to condemn every mass shooting. Like okay, no. I condemn every no. I condemn every mass shooting. I st- I stand by that. I'm against all mass shootings. I mean, like, because it, it's not hard. Because it's literally not hard to say I'm against decapitating babies. I'm against mass murder and right. mass rape. Well, um, it is
4: interesting to see. Like, that, I don't that, that, that
5: it's, it's really shouldn't be difficult. The, I don't understand why some people seem to like be really stuck on being able to condemn, like, overt terrorism.
4: Yeah, and you've got some people, um, it's also, you've got some Democrats now running away from this, and a couple of people have left the Democratic Socialists of America, Mm -hmm. Um, high profile for them. A bunch of
5: people have resigned from student organizations at colleges that signed on to some of these statements, you know, if they weren't part of making the statements or whatever, but, um, you know, when they realized, I think, that people were. i do think maybe people are going a little far wanting to like publish the entire membership list of every organization that's on there like let people distance themselves a little bit yeah
4: but as you said jake tapper on the case this does these last few days have been a real uh, eye-opening period for a lot
1: of people a lot of democrats a lot of progressives in terms of anti-semitism on the left a lot of people who seem more shocked at dehumanizing language uh used by world leaders
4: to describe hamas than what hamas actually perpetrated on Saturday. Jake is such a bimbo. He really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, No kidding, Jake. No kidding. Yeah, this is
5: what we've been trying to tell you like the whole time about the people on, quote, your side, right?
4: Meanwhile, Hamas is calling for a global day of rage on Friday, which he wants the people to attack Jews worldwide. I have no <laughs> doubt that there will be attacks. Oh, yeah. I mean, these people, some of these people, and, and I really, we, we were talking about decolonization, they have decolonization is the new Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. It's a slogan, and it means that any oppressed gets the sanctioned as being the most moral party. No matter what. Yep. Getting to do whatever they want. And so you've got some of these people who were at these different colleges and rallies, and etc., with face garbs on, applauding the massacres. <laughs> And fine with the yeah. dead babies, because anything goes in this movement. We're going to have a problem in this country. Well, I should say it differently. We have a problem in this country.
5: Yeah. There's, um, there's one video that's going around that I'm not sure what country it's in, maybe Germany or somewhere. But there's a bunch of people at a pro-Palestinian protest, and they're all chanting, you know, free Palestine and whatever. And somebody in the crowd yells, effing Jews. And you can see, like the white people at the protest, like ha! look at each other, like are we yeah. supposed to? Is that like?
4: Yeah, during the allowed. Sydney, near the Sydney Opera House, they were chanting "gas the Jews." Mm-hmm. So there we go. That's yeah. Great. They know.
5: I mean, like they're saying what they believe right. and what they want. And if you're not comfortable, maybe now's the moment to take a step back and say, "I never should have supported any of these movements to start with." Of course, right. You could have known it all along if you'd put a little effort in. You have Patrice colors there, yeah. um, because she's been clear. She's one of the people who founded the Black Lives Matter movement, and you know she's been like this from the start. This is her back in 2015. Like the
8: other thing I'll say is Palestine is our generation, in South Africa, and if,
5: yay, we all applaud.
8: If if we don't step up. Uh, boldly and courageously to end the the imperialist project that's called Israel um we're doomed and i think that i, I had learned about Yeah
4: congratulations about- suburban uh, parents who yeah. got yourselves on instagram doing the fist in the air thing congratulations that was a real good idea Yeah all this info was there we were all saying it
8: Palestine for a long time i had known about it been wanting to travel and i was really really grateful when the dream defenders Um, asked me to come on the delegation. Uh, But nothing would have prepared me for the level of militarization and the the level of violence that we would witness those 10 days inside of Palestine. Um, Nothing would have prepared me for uh, the ways in which um, we witness people's terror, Uh, people live in terror on a daily basis. And um, nothing would have prepared me for how much clarity I would have on, on why we have to be a part of um, a Palestinian solidarity. The other she is now, of course, a real estate
4: magnate uh, who took all your Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. money, uh, congratulations, and spent it in a real estate fortune. Has she been indicted? Uh, no. Are you sure? Not? Maybe she might have been.
5: I also, I'm slightly, it's just interesting to me that the left in America decided that the Palestinians and, like, Arabs in general, and this is why I think that they, like, got this from the Bush years, mostly, um, why they decided that they're the oppressed in this situation, when, like, if you look at how the Arabs treated sub-Saharan black people during, like, slave trade times, it's not exactly, like, very compatible with black lives matter of course i mean so the fact that they've decided that arabs and north africans are like the black people of this situation is just fascinating to me right because they were like the worst oppressors of black people in the world for a long time before and after europeans had anything to do with slavery
4: yes and um, and they are so into this um, decolonization stuff that they are pushing. They are pushing this guy, um, uh, Sinkan, uh what's his name, Frank Wayne, who's a Sinkan, Hold on, I'll just I'll just show you here. This is he's a Sincondo Lakota Sioux person. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to censor the truth. This is CNN. They they centered him. This Sikangu Lakota reporter rapper is using music to fight against injustice and share indigenous culture with the world. Now, Sunkangu Lakota is just is it's it's plied. They ply it on us so that we're forced to like say this stuff that doesn't really matter anymore. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. When Frank Wayne raps on stage, he is dripping head to toe in his culture. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> his long braided hair frames his face, and Lakota jewelry gifted by relatives, and fans hangs from his ears, usually porcupine quills or buffalo bones. As handwoven bracelets wrap around both wrists, a beaded medallion beats against his chest as he sings, his voice reverberating with pain and anger, every lyric sizzling with the fury of unavenged injustice. My people come from the land on which you stand, still fighting the white man, Wayne raps in one of his songs. My people come from the land. The English translation of "mita oyaka kim makopi enten happy," survivors of of genocide. The traumas got me trapped. I used to keep it inside until I decided to rap. My answers ain't died for me to lie in my raps. Can't take it sitting down. Instead, I'm fighting back. He's born and rose, born and raised in Rosebud, Rosebud Reservation, in South Dakota, towards the world, merging hip hop and indigenous music into the. this is CNN trying to launder this guy into relevancy you see it's decolonization that's Mm -hmm. a huge thing he says i grew up in a place that used to be a literal death camp where they marched my tribe to die i was raised by survivors who could never first of all this guy is much younger than me he's 34 was he raised by survivors
5: no because the survivors of some people in u.s history were very mean to indians Right. Mostly that happened in the 19th century. Right, So he wasn't raised by anybody from no. the 19th century. I was
4: raised by survivors who could never talk about their trauma because they were still in survival mode. Wayne 34 said, Even as a child who didn't understand it all, I felt all of the sadness inside of me. And music helped me process that. What a way to get gigs f- to play for uh, guilt-ridden, mm-hmm. 50-year-old white progressive ladies. Surrounded by survivors in the atrocities of colonial violence, the award-winning rapper says, Surrounded by survivors of the atrocities of colonial violence, He's not surrounded by any what survivors. What recent
5: colonial violence happened to Native Americans? It just did,
4: man. The award-winning rapper says he was- No a-
5: one is alive who he, suffered from colonial violence in he, the United no, States. No,
4: Alice, no, you're not kidding. There's
5: survivors, for example, of Japanese internment camps no, in the United States.
4: No, they don't have That was a within
5: the lifetime of living people. They don't people. have a claim
4: on this. The rapper says he has always carried with him centuries <sighs> of their heartache. Okay. Through music, he says he found healing, so you better buy it, white people. And the opportunity to take back the freedom American colonizers mm-hmm. had stolen from his people. Wayne was seven years old when he found himself mesmerized by an old black piano sitting in his second-grade classroom. How NPR is this thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can
5: hear the nut sound of the classroom with the playing children now.
4: Yes. Reclaiming a culture that was once criminalized. Well, it may feel like America's history with the violent theft of indigenous land and slaughter of indigenous people was a long time ago. Wayne says it hasn't been very long at all. It was only 45 years ago that indigenous indigenous people in the United States were allowed to resume practicing their cultural and religious traditions with the passing of the Religious Freedom Act in 1978.
5: We didn't have religious freedom in the United States until no. then? Okay.
4: Every time I perform, there's people in the crowd who were alive when it was illegal for us to be Lakota.
5: That's not... Okay.
4: Um, uh, Harvard University's, of course... Peabody Museum of Archaeology and Ethnology uh, has a sample of Wayne's great-grandmother's hair from when she was in boarding school. Wayne's tribe is still in the process of requesting a return of the hair sample. Give me the hair back, he says. Mm-hmm. Um, yada, 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 It's a, uh, Along with forcibly assimilating children into white American society and separating them from their families, the children were also punished violently, and hundreds died, according to the U.S. Department of the Interior. So it's is like the uh, Canadian...
2: Plushcare.com slash weight loss.
4: Uh, death camps. By the way, did hundreds of American children die? Mm-mm. I would say they probably did in the 1800s. Oh, well,
5: yeah, I mean in general, but not from anything in particular.
4: This country has a lot of heavy history to reckon with, Wayne said. And I'm not going to censor the truth so oh is this part of his song of his in song concentration camp blues okay oh this is matt walsh played this today yeah this is it's embedded i had a different song that's him on the uh
5: Concentration camp.
4: Concentration camp. Blues never make the news.
5: Hmm. So I was looking up this Religious Freedom Act that he talked about. Mm-hmm. Mostly, it's when they say they weren't allowed to like practice their things. It's because, um, it's mostly over that certain Native American holy sites uh, had been made part of American public lands, like American federal lands. Mm-hmm. So other people were allowed to use them. That. The Native Americans didn't want to be allowed to use them.
4: Oh, I see. So that
5: interfered with their ability to practice. That's what he means by illegal to be Lakota. Also, um, they needed certain items that were restricted by U.S. law, including eagle feathers and bones that are oh. necessary for certain ceremonies but because eagles are an endangered species they weren't allowed to kill them <laughs> so that's another way it was illegal to be he wasn't Lakota. allowed to be
4: Lakota forty five um, and ago,
5: peyote was illegal I remember but...
4: 45 years ago back before we were allowed to kill eagles again we were empty so
5: does he spend a lot of time killing eagles well
4: they don't, they don't this okay. is his new song this is Stardust he just wrote this for Indigenous Peoples Day uh...
6: Come from the stars, flesh, blood, and bone made of stardust. We chock be the Lakota word for star originates from the Lakota words for human flesh,
4: which means you are a star in earthly form. I can feel the moon and the stars. Man, these people are so into themselves, I know. so into my heavy and deepness happening. There's something uh, e- e- ephemeral happening that you can't even grasp. It's- Man, <laughs> From the land to the trees to the the, the, the this thing, Jesus, shut up. Calling me to listen,
6: calling me to learn, calling me home. I am as far away from home as I have.
4: They were astronomers and time travelers. Oh. Holy hell.
6: to navigate the great plains. <laughs> the sky is our map to life.
4: What an asshole.
5: Is this even, like, does this turn into a song at some point? Or does he just talk? Because that's not even rapping. He's a rapper, Else. That's not even rapping. He's just talking. He's
4: dropping truth, Al. But
5: it doesn't, like like eminem raps and it there like is rhymes about into to things. be eminem He's was ch- not a
4: time traveler
5: Alex. he <laughs> okay. was a colonizer just checking
6: we
4: are the children of the sun and the children of the
6: stars a story written in flesh and being told as blood flows through veins whispering secrets that become messages sent to help us survive help us survive the world
5: <laughs> but it doesn't, like, this is also isn't, re- this is just somebody talking over a musical track, is it
4: not? Uh, <laughs> like, it's not a song. And there's all these people saying, I could listen forever, such a soothing voice. Another woman says, I love it. He says, thank you, thank you. Compelling poem, thanks. Urgent primal message from the heart of your heart to the heart of my heart. Uh, man, women are dangerous. Can you guys, thank God you guys aren't able to vote still. I'd love, oh my goodness. <laughs> Uh, so full of them so jeez and we're going to pretend to all sit around and pretend wow you know that was really powerful They were time I feel
5: I feel good actually though because we're now freed from having to listen to anybody who says decolonize or any of this stuff because they've all shown us that they mean they just want to kill us so now like I don't have to pretend to even like try to <laughs> you know, politely listen to their stuff. I can just immediately write it off and say, "Yeah, I'm freaking glad we colonized you. We're all better off." Yeah,
4: no kidding. You, you know,
5: I know one. As thing- a matter of fact, does he not get in trouble for cultural appropriating that?
4: What? I don't know. The was rap? was oh.
5: rap a Lakota oh. form of art or?
4: Ooh, he don't like where this is going. Actually, some. A lot of Indians held slaves too, black slaves. This is a problemo. Oh, as Juan told me today, problema. Did you know that?
5: Um, I don't know, but it makes sense because in French, it's I think it's la problème.
4: Hmm. I think it's feminine in French as well. Can we get to my friend Aiden Tiberius Kearney? Yes, yeah, so let's Kearney. talk Aiden Kearney. This is a. Uh, <laughs> I sent this to us. I think I sent it. Let me find it here. Uh, Turtle Boy uh, was arrested uh, today, or, and uh, arraigned today. I guess that's what happened. And then went out and did a scrum and joined the scrum and talked to the press. Where it, it, let me give you tell you something. Turtle Boy hasn't re- responded to the last couple of texts that I've sent him. Um, and, I think he's
5: pretty busy today.
4: Well, I know that he's busy today, but I know. But I've tested him this, this last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and he's not going to be. Um, Responding to my texts, either because he is about to be a national star. Absolutely. Let me see if I can get this going here. This is Turtle Boy after he was uh, intimidated. We had this intimidation. He was arraigned. Why is this not playing?
5: Yeah, this is all about this Karen Reed case, the woman who's accused of running over her boyfriend when she dropped him off at what a, park a party on party.
2: Kids at the bus stop. They were actually waiting uh, while my kids got on the bus. Made, made a joke made... first. Let me get back. Can you tell us how you were arrested this morning? In handcuffs?
1: Where did it happen? Did it
2: happen in in front of your kids at the bus stop? They were actually waiting uh, while my kids got on the bus so they made sure my kids saw it happen. That's how depraved these individuals are. And I hope you all realize that now. I'm here right now because I'm exposing corruption. I'm exposing what really happened to John O'Keefe and the powerful and well-connected people who murdered him and cover up his murder. And this is what the state does to you when you do that. But in several months from now, it will not be me standing on these courthouse steps. It will be the so-called victims. That's who will be here. Because ultimately, justice will prevail and truth will prevail. And they will never shut me up. They will never, ever, ever stop me from reporting the truth about what happened to John O'Keefe. Have you made $5 million off of this? What an absurd and ridiculous...
4: I wish. I w- By the way, isn't that interesting that the, that's what the media goes to? Mm-hmm. You, you can ask them. That said, he is doing some classic flag wave and stuff here. This is very good. And mm-hmm. burning the press.
5: Well, and people are extremely into this story. This is like, yeah. gratified a lot of people's true crime obsession. And it's happening right now. You know, so all the trial stuff is happening live. And, and it's sort of an interesting thing that's going on because they're, you know, so, like, Kirk Minahan solved that murder on the case. That mm-hmm. was a big deal. And you see a lot of interest in these true crime cases, um, you know, it, especially, like, past ones. A lot of people are into, like, a Free the Menendez Brothers yes. movement <sighs> thing on TikTok and stuff. Right. Think they've been wronged because they were victims of their parents' abuse and stuff. Yes. And, um, you know, so there's a lot. There's so much interest in this, like, getting the real story on these trials and, like, trying to you know, all these internet sleuths out there. And and this is one that's like happening in real time. This didn't happen years ago. This isn't serial podcast doing a non Syed that happened even like 10 years ago. This is one that's literally, we're in the middle of the trial. So that's why they're getting him on witness intimidation because Turtle Boy fans and Turtle Boy himself are like showing up at people's so, houses who are being called yes. into the trial. It's fascinating. I mean, I think that he's raised a lot of really important points Mm -hmm. about what went on at this house party and i don't know i don't know for a fact like what happened either way but i i mean like i i think that the police in general even though this is i mean this is a police involved thing um a lot of the people involved are police officers and new people who also were dealing with the case and it's very problematic no matter who you think actually did it but um but, so this, but story I think is the police that this inj- woman
4: is in in uh, is has been arrested for killing her husband, right?
5: Yeah. Karen Reed for killing him yeah.
4: running him over in the snow. She
5: dropped him off at a party in the snow. Uh-huh. Um and at some point later he was dead in the driveway.
4: Right. And they're accusing her of running him over.
5: When she left him there that she did a 3-point right. turn and left him there. And his
4: contention is or other people are saying that, that some of these cops pals of his did it to him
5: yeah that he actually went into the party some of the people at the party were googling how to die in cold on their Mm -hmm. phones before how long does it take to die in cold on their phones beforehand he had a lot of injuries that didn't seem compatible with the level of damage to the actual vehicle it doesn't seem plausible that it could have happened like from a three-point turn and in a driveway to, right. that, to that level of injury. Like, it just, there. there's a lot of issues with it. And, you know, I mean, I don't know what happened, but the, the turtle boy it, evidence that he's found and talked about um, has raised a lot of questions for a lot of people. And instead of, like, trying to get the case extricated from all these factors, the law enforcement and the courts have tried to just, like stop him from even saying any of this,
4: right? And the media, of course, hates him mm-hmm. because he's scooping them left and right. They're just taking the 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 story as given to them by mm-hmm. officials. The media, the rest of the media, he's then scooping them, finding new things out, doing real reporting. Right. And this has been happening for seven or eight years. I, when I was in the media in in the paper, the the reporters used to hate him. They would just steal his stories without attribution. Then he'd go after them on social media. Then then mm-hmm. they'd go crying to editors. I've been in big debates and fights about Turtle Boy in my own capacity, in management, or in uh, in newspapers. Um, it, the, he is he can be absolutely a jerk. He can be crude in 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 vicious online, etc. But he hustles and breaks stuff. I mean, the Monarchy Cannon Grant thing would not have happened if it wasn't for him.
5: And he's not afraid of stuff. He's not afraid of stuff. He's not afraid of the scrum of reporters. But that's that's why they're saying,
4: did you get paid $5 million? Because they just want him to be destroyed so he can go away so he can stop making them look bad. That's
5: rare. And it's especially rare when it comes to all this law enforcement stuff because law enforcement already doesn't like it when they perceive that anybody is messing around in what they feel is their territory of, like, Mm -hmm. solving cases. They don't want anybody else. They don't want the media in people doing podcasts about it or finding people or whatever. They hate that and they yes. protect their own and they never want anybody to think that they do anything wrong. But, but law enforcement gets it wrong all the time too, because they're made up of humans and some of them aren't good humans or some of them are incompetent humans. And, you know that's how it goes but they but that's you know who he's pissed off so I guess we'll see what happens here but but this thing arresting
4: him in front of the kids that is a total move obviously oh yeah total intimidation
2: wish no I have not made five million dollars off of this how much have you made I have no idea how much you make how much you make make? how much you you make make? I'm a reporter too how much you make yeah Yeah, I don't know I don't know but I wasn't arrested for it today what's up you were the one who were arrested I was arrested for making money no, mm, no, nah, you don't know what you're talking about. Next, <laughs> anyone else? Have, anyone else? real quick. Who's this joker? Who is this clown? Who's Are this idiot? Are you making money off of this? Are you making money off of this? You're here right now, yeah, right? I'm, yeah. You're Yeah, you're you making, making money you? off. Oh, he works for Greg Anning Station. He works for WCBB. Hey,
1: what does this mean for the reporting going forward? How do you how do you understand the reporting going forward? Like what they what the restriction is? What does this mean? Does this mean
3: well, I, I got t- Believe
2: me, I am looking for an aggressive criminal defense lawyer to navigate the because now we know that they're going to try to lock me up for telling the truth and exposing corruption that's what they're going to try to do so I, I am going to get a an lawyer? aggressive Aiden? criminal defense lawyer, Aiden, you for the money? and if anybody's watching right now, I don't know who I'm going to pick yet. But we are going to mount a a loud, vociferous defense. Was
1: that a public uh, appointed lawyer that you hadn't had today, or was yes, that-, that
2: was the duty status uh, lawyer, the guy that's in the courthouse. So.
7: So what the special prosecutor said. You don't need to bet
3: you money. You've got an army behind reporting the news harassing you. What do you you say to
2: that? reporting the news is not harassment, asking questions is not harassment. You guys all heard you all heard what they read out loud today. And by the way, I was I was arrested by that guy right there, Lieutenant Brian Tully. One of the people I've been exposing, oh, yeah. one of the people I've been exposing, the man who signed all of those fraudulent police reports that we've now exposed for being lies, he had the audacity to come to my house and put me in handcuffs today. I'm not scared of them, and I will not be silenced, and I will I will be steadfast in, in, in keeping on with this mission to expose the real killers of John O'Keefe.
4: So, uh, it's great stuff, obviously.
5: Well, yeah, and the... the- True crime people who get obsessed with these cases like this, and are obviously Mm -hmm. going to love this.
4: Well, yeah, and you know it reminds you. I mean, obviously we love the cops, etc. But not all cops are great, and sometimes cops do push the envelope. There was a I used to walk under the under the um, in an area in the Seaport District that was kind of like highway, but it was. it's weird area there. It's 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 just under. It was under construction. It was under the Weston Hotel. It was weird roads there that hardly mm-hmm. were ever used. Um, and I used to walk that way to get to the Boston Herald when I worked there. <clears throat> and a cop was parked up on one of those. I actually saw the Trump campaign come by one time. Cop was parked up on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. and he saw me. He rolled his window down. He said, "What are you doing here? You can't walk here." And I said, "Oh, I'm just walking to work. I we'll work over there." He said, "Yeah, you can't walk here." What you can't walk here. the The, the streets are over there. And I told my boss when I got into the the raid, the, the uh, building. I told my boss, the editor. I said, to, uh, I said I was walking there, and the cop kicked me out of this that area down there. Can I not walk there? And he said, Well, why did you move? You don't have to do what he says. Don't tell him no, and get his name and get his badge number. And like it never occurred to me that, that sometimes they tell you stuff that they have no right to tell you. And he yeah. said, like they have no right to tell you. And like, If I could go back in time, I would do it again and ask all sorts of questions, because it only could have been a good thing if i gotten arrested, obviously. <laughs> um, all right, Albie, where do we want to go next? Or Do we have to do the Chelsea Fire Wicked Um
5: There was one more story I wanted to talk about um, that uh, hit the news, where the NHL, which this is another one that makes me wonder if we're like, have we hit peak woke yet? Maybe we have. The NHL has banned all theme night gear, including pride symbols from uniforms. The move comes after a season when a handful of players <laughs> objected to participating in Pride Nights h- held by their clubs. So the NHL has now issued a sweeping ban against on-ice theme night gear, barring clubs from having players wear rainbow sweaters or use multicolored tape on sticks during Pride Night. The move, first reported Monday by LGBTQ news site OutSports, followed a 2022-2023 season when a handful of players, including uh, Philadelphia Flyers defenseman Ivan Provorov and San Jose Sharks goaltender James Reamer, Reimer, declined to participate in their club's Pride Night celebration. Outsports called the NHL's new directive the most stifling anti-LGBTQ policy any pro sports league <laughs> in North America has ever issued. WDNHL Commissioner Bill Daly confirmed to the AP on Tuesday that the league sent a memo to all 32 clubs with updated guidance barring any on-ice uniform or gear to use in warm-ups from including any theme night celebrations. Kurt Weaver, the chief operations officer of the You Can Play project, said that the memo went to clubs Thursday, uh, and he's in charge of the uh, Hockey is for Everyone campaign aimed at stomping out homophobia and spreading the game to underrepresented (laughs)
3: groups.
5: So, I mean, first of all, it's not anti-free speech to stop the teams from making players wear stuff that the players disagree with. Right? of course stopping the teams from compelling the players into speech isn't anti-free speech it's not they're not banning pride stuff in general like for individuals to do stuff they're just saying that the teams can't make people do it and they don't want any of it from on the ice during games right from anybody's perspective they don't want you to wear use your jesus tape either on your stick during the game either. The makers of pride tape obviously are upset. Um, Another good thing that happened... And hope the league will again show a commitment to this important symbol of combating homophobia.
4: Another good thing that happened is Mm -hmm. that on Indigenous People's Day, a bunch of baseball fans in the playoffs did the tomahawk chop. Mm -hmm. And of course, people on Twitter are upset on Indigenous People's Day. Indigenous People's Day is fake. Okay? Yeah, Tomahawks were real okay and yes it's fine Yeah, you
5: guys appropriated columbus day right it's not a real holiday indigenous people's day is not a real thing so
4: albie what is the uh hot sauce the hot
5: sauce is the chelsea fire wicked hot i haven't sauce.
4: even seen do we have any messages i don't even know Uh-oh. there's a few how do you stop snooping around that there. i looked we gotta do a food show yeah food show maybe not tonight though what do you think i don't know yet let's see <laughs>
1: Well, there was that sliver of hope that Kirk would come to his senses and give Montante the second producer job, getting rid of Gus. And I think that after hearing him on your show, I think that's his KMS obituary that just got written. (laughs) Poor Montante. He's going to Boston next week, he said. And I'm sure Kirk is going to crucify him for being on your show. Poor kid. Never I about, stood a chance.
4: I thought about that. I thought about that, uh, but uh, but it was very organic the way it happened, and mm-hmm. you know, Montante's got a few pokers in different fires, so he's still with Jerry, I think, right? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, but uh, you know, maybe not. I, I think
5: we didn't compel Montante to do anything or press. No, or I
4: think that it's that he actually called us just minutes, seconds mm-hmm. before we were going to start the show. Um, but um, but here's the thing. This is what might save Montante is that Kirk won't want to mention us because that's stolen valor that we get if he does. And so he may, Montante may fly under the radar that way. Hmm. You know what I mean? Or he just won't mention us or so just mention. We'll see. I hope not. Montante's great. I thought he was great. Having him on yesterday to argue with us makes me want to do more of that. Seriously, I think we should take mm-hmm. some like I, I don't know if we can take live calls cuz I don't I, well maybe, maybe we can. Anyway, it's something to think about.
9: <clears throat> hey Tom and Alice. Baby number 5 coming soon. You crazy yep. kids.
4: Yeah, I didn't uh, yes, yes. Alice is full of surprises. This is Brian and
5: Salem, <laughs> by the way. Nice. Hi Brian.
9: This is Brian and Salem. I have not chat chatted with you and it's since I they? gave you kudos on your Musical openings of both your podcasts and Thank you. your WTIC show. Thank you. And um, after listening to yesterday's, mm, let's see, b- podcast where you struggled a bit technologically, oh. Tom, I'd like to offer up my services to you. Oh. I have no experience. Ah. However, I think I might be able to do a little better than you with the old computer and. Clicking on the right buttons and such. Yeah, you My can probably
5: find all the minimal. motorcycles. I require
9: only one bottle of Chelsea Fire oh. hot sauce a week, as well as your willingness to split half of your dumpster per- purchases at Market Basket. And I'll even come <laughs> and pick those up. You can leave them on your porch or whatever. So you don't have to travel those are not dumpsters. So just throwing it out there. Just, uh, trying to help you with uh, your show, make things go a little more smoothly, as it's mm-hmm. only going to get more difficult when baby <laughs> Right, we'll
5: comes. have to see what happens. All right, if guys, I have to stay in the hospital for a couple days. De- Keep on keeping on. If I have to stay in the hospital you, for a couple Appreciate days, it. what are you going to do? Am I going to well, be able to train
4: you? I'll to- bring the equipment to the hospital. But here's the thing, <laughs> Brian, that was simply... I, I don't know I if that's have allowed. I needed to Is have, that a HIPAA violation? I didn't have what I needed to have queued up. I didn't have it, and I, that was the problem. And then I tried, and then I guessed, and sometimes you hit, and sometimes you just keep missing. And everybody gets demoralized, <laughs> and that's what happened yesterday. Uh, the it's not the dumpster section; these are f- beautiful finds. Although today, I thought I saw some stuff that even I was like, hey, man, that's there." Once you go once on the market basket stuff, there are like eleven red stickers on it.
5: And sorry, oh, and actually, items like I,
4: I actually bought some peppers from the market basket. Uh, that were a month and a half old, but that's my on me because they were marked September fourteenth or whatever.
5: Go ahead. I'll save my comments on for the food show on what I wouldn't buy at Market Basket rotten section. BBP. Burnbrow podcast says
4: hummus, but H U M U S, which is not how you spell it, is it? Um. Oh, Podcast means it's this one anyway. Here we go.
1: Can we just clarify something for all these I nitwits do. that think that? People getting fired for uh, supporting Hamas is the same as cancel culture. Cancel culture is when you get deplatformed, you lose your job, you get silenced because you have a different opinion. Right. Mm -hmm. Someone losing their job, someone that should be put in jail because they support terrorism, that's called a safety measure. Yeah. Freaking idiots. (laughs) By the way, this hits home. I love hummus, Yeah. and now I feel guilty if I go to the store and I look for hummus. All I can think is Hamas, you know. especially oh. the way Alice says it. Every time she says Hamas, I'm thinking she's actually saying hummus with that Lexington accent.
5: Sorry. Say it again. Hamas.
4: Okay. You sound like you're saying hummers <laughs> with the Boston accent. Which is something totally different. <laughs> um, so hummus is... Um, yeah, I love it too, but it's very carby, so I was gaining weight, so I've stopped eating it. I freaking love it, and I hate that this is BS. And by the way, you can still is, have tzatziki. Hummus is um, what's that called? Ll, falal, salal, that food. Halal is what, it? Halal. What are you trying to say?
5: Halal. Halal. I keep saying that. Halal keep... is opposite of haram. It means it's allowed. Really? Yeah.
4: But when I was a concierge, people would ask to go to restaurants that serve halal. Food.
5: Yeah, like food that's allowed under Islam. Oh, okay. Versus like haram is like banned stuff. Like stuff that's not allowed under Islam is haram. Damn. You go to college. <laughs> I don't know. I think I learned this stuff in like high school. I'm pretty sure.
1: Guys, do you ever think that the political leaders in the United States will ever stop wearing the dunce caps when it comes to funding or giving money to the Middle East?
4: No. No. Not,
1: it's like not every time we give money, it always blows up in our face. Why not use the money that we give to the Middle East to strengthen issues in our country, like the borders, like health care, whatever it is, because I'd rather spend the money helping citizens of the United States Rather than these scumbags in the Middle East,
4: I think there should be some kind of. Since we're having a population decline problem, there should be a subsidy of two hundred thousand dollars per year for those people who have five or more kids. <laughs> Quite frankly, I agree. But we do give a lot of money. We do spread a lot, of, a lot of money. All well,
5: yeah, and it is true that like Hamas and the Gaza Strip in particular has like really bad issues with how they spend their money. There was like a big debate over like the water, why they don't have any water. And right. like they pulled out a bunch of their water pipes and right, used them to make, to make rockets them, to, to make shoot, shoot Israel go the and like bragged about it. They were pleased. So, you know, I mean, <sighs> money's fungible. Water pipes are fungible. I guess. Um, anyway, thank you all for listening. Um, you can, if you want to join for the live chats and some extra content each week, that is at, uh burn barrel pod sorry, that's at patreon.com slash burn barrel. The show's free at burn barrel dot com where you can find links to all the different places to listen.
0: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.